Oh, real life, street stars, yeah, real life, street stars. Everybody start clapping right now. Finally, finally, finally. T real in the building. What's, What's up, boy? What's poppin'? Man, say man, just ecstatic that you here, man. On the blue couch, man. It's finally. been a long time coming. We've been trying to get you in here. You've been dodging us. <laughs> nah, nah, for real, nah. But well, we finna go all the way through that, man. But before we get all the way into it, you know, we like to do get a brief synopsis of, uh, you know, your life and where you're from. I'm from Topeka, Kansas, capital. You know what I'm saying? How many people you think know that that's the capital of Kansas? Like, if you ask 10 people in a room. Like, 10 people in a room, probably like five. Damn, damn. Education is fundamental. Because when you say Kansas, you automatically think Kansas City, but Topeka is the capital of Kansas. Yeah, yeah, nah, uh, about yeah, about five. I, I would say about three. <laughs> I say yeah, about, how was uh, three. how is Topeka, man? Versus let's say Kansas City. For those who know about Kansas City, uh, Topeka is smaller. It's just more. Uh, everybody know each other. Uh, it's hood though, but it's it's but it's it's a great city. I mean, but if you, um, I, I have a good time there sometimes. Sometimes. Who are who are some famous people that came out of Topeka? Uh, right now, me <laughs> and then oh, you watch Power? Yes. Uh, we play Effie. She from Topeka. Oh damn. Tyree girl. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, we got big people on TV from Topeka. Yeah, Effie. So, it, and I, I say that because I wonder. We're gonna go all the way through there, but like for you growing up, how much of a pipe dream is it to make it out of the city and become somebody worldwide that you know the world knows? Like how much of that is in like kids' heads that's growing up as when you were growing up. I, I was just explaining to my dog. I was like, coming from a city like Topeka, it made me be like extra hungry, you know, because we don't got like everything everybody got. You know, we don't got like, we got radio stations in Kansas City. But then when you want to be an artist in Topeka, getting on a Kansas City radio station, you got to fight with they already local artists. So they're going to already put them on first. Uh, so it made me want to already just get out of town. So my main goal was lead town and get on. Once I got on, now I got the light. I'm the mayor of my city, bro. The mayor. What where does people where do people go to get on? Normally, like you have the that hub city that's nearby that you like, I gotta leave here and go there to kind of start getting the buzz. Well, when you're in Topeka, you gotta go to Kansas City or you What's gotta go to St. Louis. Okay. Um, yeah. Omaha's down the street, Nebraska. Uh me, when I started traveling around, I went to Nebraska a lot. I went to Omaha and I just come to Dallas. <laughs> nigga. You know what I'm saying? I used to be, I mean, I used to come back here. I used to come here. I used to book y'all. I was a, I was a goddamn promoter. I started off as a promoter oh, and, shit. A, and a host. So I would book Trilly Prince Rick. I would book, uh, I would book uh, Party Boys, GS Boys. I'm booking DeRoe. I'm booking Kirko. And that's how I got cool with the Dallas scene. And then I would come down to Dallas a lot and work with, work with the artists down here. So I built, I built my club coming to Dallas first. You know what I'm saying? Come go. working with Dallas artists. That's why I booked Mo. I'm the first person to bring Mo three to Kansas. Oh man, hold now, on. I'm, I'm probably the first person to bring a lot of people to Kansas. 
All right, we're we going to go stay stay right there. But before we go there, man, I want to shout out uh, Dallas Global because um, he had an interview with a promoter. Um, and I forget his name at the moment. But he was saying that promoters get in the game, 75% of them, just to chase women. Would you say that's a, that's a roundabout? Just to chase women? Promoters? Yeah, promoters get in the game just to get females. No. I did, I, oh, I did music to get females. I want. <laughs> I love women. I, I, I got in the game to do it, but I, I would say I got in the game to do it. But now I have different motives. But yeah, yeah once the you, money when starts, you, when you were a kid, I, I used to watch MTV niggas on there. I'm like, nigga, I want to do them music videos. You know, hey, shit. No. So I seen them videos cost, the females cost, the goddamn, the budget, the clothes. That shit is a mirage. But when you were a kid, yeah, you do it. You you do it to to get the women. Now that's facts. Um, and real quick. Your ability to sing, bro. Yeah. Um, I'm just curious because you have an uncanny ability to harmonize and really your your voice is an instrument in itself. Um, a lot of young people that come from a spot like yours will probably shy away from even being that. And like you said, I, I wouldn't know you were a promoter, so obviously you must have maybe started singing but wasn't pursuing music at the time. So at what point was your voice coming to where you're like, man, this is something? Uh, actually, I've been singing since I was a little boy, but I always pursued music. But I figured, man, ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I bring this guy who got a following, I get to open myself and I book the show. I'm now investing into my career. I'm now doing something that's gonna put me on the stage to where I get to shine and win and get that light. So it was a case of, let me promote this dude. Now I'm getting on stage. I gained popularity as a promoter. Then people really get to hear I really got pipes. Then I come out with a single. You got to finesse the game the right way. You got to use what you can to get where you want to go. A lot of people, yeah, it's good to bet on yourself, but you betting on yourself by betting in the others that can help you along the way. Everybody grabs on to somebody. Was there any artist that you had worked with during the promotion that was like, yeah, bro, you really got that? Like, you're very talented. Uh, any artist that, Kirko. I worked with Kirko Bangs. First time I brought him to Club Magic and Lewis. Uh, I killed the stage so hard. And that's my first time fucking with groupies, just fucking with Kirko. Yeah. <laughs> the nigga grabbed me as I got done performing. He said, nigga, you raw. You to come to the hotel and fuck bitches. <laughs> now, we won't get all the way into groupie love, but when you get an experience like that, does that ever get old? Like, do you do you get tired of that? Like, when, you go, when you're doing your travel or whatever, like the groupie thing? Yeah, you do get tired of it. You want some real shit. You want some real shit to come around. You don't know what's real and fake when you got money. So you got to you gotta really seed it out. And I'm a very patient person, so I'm going I'm to sit back and see what you're talking about. I'm going to ignore you. I'm going a, I'm to a holler at you. I'm a, yeah. I'm, I'm we, have, yeah. we, we have a thing with young ladies called battle-tested. <laughs> battle-tested? Battle-tested. What, what, what is a way that real battle-tests a woman? Uh... I like to see. I, I, don't ask me for something. I hate you asking for something off the bat. If you do that, and that's I'm, I'm gonna ignore you. I'm you gonna get the ignore button block, block. Like I can't stand that shit, man. It's like me. You want me to ask you for pussy off the top? So why you want me to ask me for some movie shoes off the top? What the fuck we talking about? Let's be just. That's what it is. Right. <laughs> Type shit. What's the craziest thing a woman ever asked you for? I ain't gonna hold you. I, you know I'm cheap. I shop at Walmart. So this one, this one girl, I took her, I took her to the mall, 
I said, she said, y'all just want some boots. I said, boots? Okay, they ain't, boots ain't shit. I went to the boots and motherfucker said, $3,000. I said, whoa, what kind of boots is these? <laughs> these boots are made for walking. <laughs> that's what you gonna do, bitch. Yeah. Payless is around the fucking corner. You used to get you some rain boots. Uh, <laughs> you don't know what we about to do all night with $3,000 boots? Ah, nigga, <laughs> I own you. <laughs> I, own the, I own the feet you walk with. <laughs> nah, so let's do it like this. Um, you mentioned as a promoter, you brought out Mo Three. Yep. Um, that means you must have knew about his music and about his talent. I uh, met Mo Three with Boosie. Uh, I was already touring with Boosie before. Mo3 oh, this was okay. Okay. And okay. before uh, anybody, I was on. I was already working with Boosie. So and that's when Mo Three started coming around Boosie. Then we got cool that way. And I already that's when he had. Uh, I brought Mo Three to Wichita, Kansas, when he had and I. So oh he yeah. He was already working. How did you? Uh, Link up with Boosie happened. Was it through his brother, uh, TQ? Or? Um, back in 2014, I got a car accident. And I flipped five times in a car. My brother flew out of windshield. Oh. And I made a song called My Dog. Then probably like two weeks later, I did the song My Dog. Yeah. And then Boosie came to town. My bo- my homie was another promoter. He already booked Boosie. So he like, bro, I got Boosie coming to town. He's like, we got to get this nigga on the song. Because it was already cracking regionally in Kansas and around the parts. And I, I had 10 grand in my pocket. Man. I met Boosie in person. This right when he got out of prison, so he could have hit me like 50, 60. For he, took, he took that 10 like a real nigga. I appreciate that nigga. Appreciate you, Boosie, for that. You know what I'm saying? 10K. Man. And then took me on tour, all that shit, bro. That shit real as fuck. Change your life. So I met Boosie at, uh, through promoting. Every, I'm trying to tell you, you, you get your plug from Mo. Put a bunny in the nigga pocket. They going to fuck with you. Either they are or they ain't. But you're going to catch a fish every now and then. You put some money in their pocket. Man, this 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 interview is like layers, man. We 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 unpacking here. So wait a minute, you said you was in a car wreck that flipped five times, and your brother flew out the windshield. Yeah, yeah. We had a, I had a show here in Dallas Damn. with Young Dolph. We was going home to Oklahoma. We stopped at Whataburger on the way. Uh, My brother bought me a cheap ass burger because that nigga cheap. Uh, and we hop, no, we went to church with DJ Merck. Yeah, yeah. After we uh, after we went to church with DJ Merck, we hit the highway, hit Whataburger, we flipped to Oklahoma City for the five times. My brother flew out the windshield. I was in the back seat. I fractured my, I fractured two ligaments in my spine, uh, rib, and um, and I had I was bleeding eternally on my right side. Damn! Did you see it coming? Like, did you see the accident coming? Yeah, a car did a dead stop in the middle of the highway. You know where them car? You know where the police be sitting, clocking niggas and shit. We driving. This dude trying to do a dead stop and trying to turn in there middle of the highway. We swerved out the way in the expedition and flipped five times. The bottom half of the car ripped from the top half of the car, and I ended up on my back in the house. I flipped five times, but I didn't lose myself. All <laughs> damn, Did, like you weren't unconscious enough. Were you? You, you was aware of the I was flipping, aware of the whole flips, all the flips. Shit. What? Uh, what about your brother? How was he? My brother flew out the windshield. He yeah, was, was he, he unconscious? He was gone on impact. He he was gone. I remember I remember being in a neck brace in the ambulance and asking them. And they told me, I, I, you ain't even supposed to tell nobody it's under the stress that somebody passed away like that. What well, that would have caused me to do something? But yeah, they, 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 he was dead on. On scene. How old were you? How old was your brother at the time? My brother was 29. He was two weeks from being 30. Damn. And I was 24. So that in itself uh, generated my dogs. Yeah, I made my dog like two weeks later. I barely walked. I was I got addicted to pain pills. Hella. I took hella pain fucking pills, bro. Like I was tripping. Now I never seen nobody die in my life. I oh, that's your wow. And then I see my brother die in my face. That that shit hurt me. Wow. That shit hurt me to death. To see somebody that you love. See somebody die on top. To see somebody you love die, and you know, that, that that drove me. I, I I took pain pills like crazy, muscle relaxers like crazy. I slept all day. I didn't want to get up. 
I, I just didn't know what to do. And I, one day I just crawled out of bed and I, I crawled, I crawled in bed and I got up a little bit and I got on this computer desk. I got the video too and I'll send it to y'all too if y'all want it. No, I, I, had, I had nappy ass hair, I was sitting in the computer and the first beat I looked up on YouTube was Big Crit type beat. And it was a, it said Southern Soul. It was my dog. It was, it was my dog beat. I sang that. I just want to fall on a dream, my dog. And then my, I sang it on. That's before Facebook had live. Yeah. So I sang it on the video, and then um, I put the video on Facebook. Ten minutes later, my homeboy popped up. Hey, we going to the fucking studio. Mm. Nah, it's real. Nah, it's real. He saw. We scrounged together seventy five dollars for an hour studio time. I had no, we scrounged together that shit. Man, uh, put that little money together and went to the studio and knocked that, knocked that hook out. Then that's God's plan. Yeah, God's plan on. Uh, and Boosie, you know, he he did his thing on that motherfucker, man. When he finally jumped on the remix, I had Boosie on the song right out of prison, Boosie. Bro, that's nigga, that's crazy. That's a uh, swole Boosie. <laughs> yeah, you know, if Boosie could charge me right out of prison for it, bro. Listen, that right there again, God's plan, man. So he he obviously was feeling it. Yeah. Um, so for him to do a song and you say he he wanted to take you on tour, what do he see in you that he's that he just felt like, man, I need to kind of bring him with me on this uh, journey? Boosie always said I'm a great performer. I got videos of him talking about my performances and stuff like that. Now I ain't gonna hold you, I paid for the first tour. I paid for the first tour. I gave uh Pay away. we gave eight grand for twelve shows. See, he's still plugging me. He he's still plugging me. I, you know, I'm talking about two, three thousand people in South Carolina or it, it was it was a lot of he hooked me up. Then the next two tours, it was just all GP. I was just working my ass off with him. And did uh, Boosie ever want to sign you? No. Boosie has never Boosie has never signed me. We, he never we never spoke on it at all. It's always just been that's my partner. You know what I'm saying? Um. So y'all never spoke on actually doing any type of business. No, I never. I've always just I've always been around. It pretty much like I was signed anyway to him. Come on, I was on the road with you. I got songs with you, videos with you, touring with you. I'm already signed with you, damn near probably. Everybody, everybody know T-Rail with Boosie. Man, so tell me something that you might have learned from being with a person like Boosie while on the road. Like just seeing that, you know, he's already a decade, he's a decade so in. I always say this, I always say this. Boosie taught me how to hustle. Boosie taught me to hustle. Features, shows, after parties, not being bougie. You know, a lot of artists is bougie. So Boosie ain't. He'll go to he'll go to your underground studio, your house studio. I'll do the same damn thing. I'll come to your studio with the microphone barely in the in a. You can put the motherfucker in a shoe. I'm rapping out that hoe. Now you know with an artist of your caliber, you know we've seen situations where art, you know, artists go to different states. You know, they want to come to us like a studio like you're talking about. But it's like it presents itself in a dangerous situation some of the time. You know what I'm saying? How do you decipher when it's something that, okay, this is this cool that some of us might not be so safe? Um, particularly when I'm in cities, I it's 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 the persona that you give off. Gotcha. Me, I'm 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 a really humble cat like people really rock with me so when i come to cities it'd be more like family bro i'm not i'm not giving off of um super gang tied ass mentality you get you get what you you receive what you give yeah you know i'm showing love when i come to cities so if i'm doing a feature with you and you got 10 homies with you your 10 homies become my security now 
because they they rocking with you. I'm showing you love, and they believe in you. So yeah, everywhere everywhere I've been, I've been doing this for ten years, and they and they ain't never been touched. But you a, but you, you know, singing. I'm singing R and B. Yeah, but you singing to my girl, and she getting voice, and I'm feeling the way. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say. Yeah. And now I'm looking at you like, dang, save you. Yeah. Calm down. You know what I'm saying? You, you never had that like nigga to be like, mm. Nah, bro. I, I've, I've had grown men ask me to sleep with they women and all kind of shit, bro, oh, on this road. I'm talking about, boy, I've, I've had men ask, hey, bro, you just want to sleep with my girl? I, this is real talk. So wait, wait. What's your response? What's your response when a nigga I just come- don't know what to say. It should be weird. I'll be like, what? You want me to do what? Then what She's you a say, big fan, bro. Then what do you say after that? <laughs> Three hours later. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> that's why he said some. He said, "Old men, get down, uh, Mr. Charlie." Man, oh, bro, yeah. I've heard some weird shit with these people, bro. You know, we've been interviewed a lot of uh, rappers, a lot of groupie stories, a lot of things like that. That's that's a first. Yeah, that's man, a fucking that's first. real shit. That's a, that's a first. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about shit me DMs, a picture of the girl naked and all kind of shit. Where you coming, nigga? Wild shit. That's a wild shit, man. Um, shout out to those, uh, you know, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, cut, 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 cut. <laughs> shout out to that. Um, so let, let's do it like this, man, because, you know, you, you're, you're in the pocket right now where, you know, normally in these stores we move around, but I got to, let's just go and get into it, man. I got to get your, your take on it. Uh, Boosie, uh, one of the, what they call it, Jay-Z the South. Um, and they literally give him that credit as far as the way New York loved Jay-Z is the way the South loved that nigga Boosie. And when you see it, uh, we saw you in a situation with uh, with Blue. Yeah. Uh, and for those fans at home that may not know the situation, uh, that, you know, the tour and everything that's going on with it, can you explain as far as from your end, from your eyes, what yeah. happened, Boosie, you and Blue, in that situation? Like, like first off, I don't, I don't have nothing to do with Blue and Boosie. Okay, you know, I, I want to say that, like Blue and Boosie, what they got going on is none of my business, and that's what I was going off in the first place. You know, um, Young Blue wrote me and asked me to go on tour. At real, what you think about going on these dates with me? I said, hell yeah, I'll go with you. Then he was like, cool, I'm hit the promoters. So then it turned in, he hit the promoters, we cool, I'm good to go on tour. Then it went probably, uh, I say about two weeks later, he go, um, his manager calls and say, uh, yeah, I don't think you had to go on a tour. Then I hit Blueback. Like, hey man, you said I can go on a tour, I've already promoted, I've already set stuff to a side, it's the first time. It went from the full tour, then he dropped me down to five dates. And then I was like, five dates, bro, come on, bro. I done moved a lot of stuff around. We, we go back and forth. Then it goes back to, you cool. You can go on the tour. Then it went back to, hey, man, I, I think it's a security risk with you going on tour. I'm like, security risk, security risk. Then this where, this where it gets fun. This where it gets funny. The nigga going to write my manager and say, hey, man, if you want to pay to get on a few of these cities on the East Coast, I thought I was a security risk. I thought I was a security risk. Right, no, no, no. You gave me the tour, dropped me to five, put, took me back on the tour, took me down to five, and then say I'm a security risk. And now you're asking me to pay to get on the other cities in the East Coast. I'm a security risk, though. No, it's a money game. Number one, I'm not paying. I could book my own tour. Number two. Number three, you asked me to come on tour. I didn't ask you. I was not bothered by you. Right. 
till now. Move some things around to make sure. AI yeah, I, I done turn out shows. I move shows. You know what I'm saying? I got I got children, bro. Like just like anybody, and I don't, I don't want to see anybody with some children suffer, right. because them, your kids didn't do nothing. I'm grinding out here. I'm on, I'm on an R&B hustle. I'm in a different city. I stay there two, three days sometimes. Hustle, do features, work, shoot videos. This all come out of my pocket. I ain't major. I ain't signing nobody. So what was it um, possibly, and again, we're just hypotheticals here. Uh, let, let us know as far as Boosie shared. No, you reshared. No, he didn't, didn't reshare. So Boosie called, me, asked, Boosie called me, asked me for some hooks because he's about to drop a deluxe album because he just dropped this album. Yeah. I am a Boosie fan. Boosie, my favorite rapper. You know, you know what I'm saying? Then, I, you know what I'm saying? I've been on stage with this man. I met Blue with this man. Blue, I wouldn't know you if it weren't for Boosie, and you wouldn't know me if it weren't for Boosie. You know we both come from Boosie. I'm not, I'm not in y'all business. I don't get, I don't care what y'all business is. None of that. I come to sing and, and seize opportunity and provide. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not with that shit. Even when I, you know, even when I used to tour with Mo3, I used to perform and I used to look out the back door. I'm like, man, you know what I'm saying? I gotta watch myself too. I don't know where we at. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got we got shit to do tomorrow. We all got shit to do tomorrow. We all got kids and families to provide for. So when he so when Boosie posted me on Instagram, he because I told Boosie, yeah, I like your song Jail Talk. Boosie was like, oh yeah, nigga, you like jail talk. Yeah, I'm about to go shoot the video now. He took a screenshot, posted it on Instagram. You think, and then I get a then we get a call maybe. <laughs> Ten minutes later, his manager going off on me. One manager, he had two managers on the phone. One was Common Cool Collective, and one was going off. Just doubt, just talking about my character, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. I, I sat as long as I could. I was just, you know, you just, people just talking about you, and you just listening. He on speaker, my manager on speakerphone. I'm just listening. I'm just this nigga is going in, going in. I just snap, hey, bro, you ain't gonna keep going on on my character. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not no backdoor nigga. I'm not about to, I'm not in y'all business. Da, 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 da. He thought I was threatening, like, going at him. I wasn't. I was just saying, hey, bro, don't do my character like that. I'm not that way. I don't care about the tour. I'll be off of it. You know what I'm saying? They keep me off tour. And then the next day, Boosie posted that video. Clown. Hmm. So, where does it stand now uh, as far as, not even with, with Blue, his, his people, his, his camp? Uh, you just kind of say, hey, I'm just. Uh, I, I'm actually going on another tour, and I'm actually, uh, I'm actually just at peace. You know what I'm saying? I took them two weeks to kick it with my kids, and it's been the greatest two weeks I've ever had. And um, shoot, I got to do some things. I'm opening two venues. I got a club in, in Cincinnati. I got my own club in my city I'm opening. I did all this within the time period of being home. It actually gave me enough time to sit there and do things that I've been thinking about doing. That I just want to do. Um, so let's let's stay right there, um, and I want to shout you out because um, you know, not only are you talent, you know you're becoming this boss and CEO of the mogul. Um, I saw, uh, of course, uh, shout out uh, uh, Desmond Shark Tank. Uh, Damon John. Damon John. Sorry, and Kevin O'Leary. Uh, yeah, and Kevin O'Leary. They both shout you out on Shark Tank. Uh, yeah. For, for just getting into your business, you know your business mindset. You know, again, opening a club and things like that. Um, that always on your spirit to try to get your city popping like that or just get it behind it? Yeah, it's always been on my spirit. I always want to make Topeka what what it's supposed to be, like what people can, I want to give them a bigger vision. Everybody always say, I hate Topeka or I hate being from here, there's nothing here. So basically when I, I, I've been, I moved to Atlanta for about a year and a half 
You know what I'm saying? And I just want to bring everything I like from Atlanta to Topeka. Lounges, studios, stuff that we missing. So if, if nobody's going to open it, the city ain't going to grant the, the, the funds for it. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to force the city to gr- give me the grants for it. Because I got too big of a platform now where they can't, they got to they gotta work with me. We got to work together to build for these kids and these communities and put on. That's why they gave me my own day in my city. I have a proclamation. You know, so that I really tied in with the city. I want to bring the life there. But you, well, you don't have to travel an hour down the street to Kansas City. You don't have to travel two hours to Omaha, Nebraska. You can bring it right here at home. It's my goal. Why is it, do you think that in business, like, individuals can't just do their business with individuals? Even if, like, say, you were associated with another man or y'all did business together, why does that have to, you think that has to affect the business you do with other people? Um, sometimes it might be egos. I think it might be egos. You know, you should never put a man in the middle of something that ain't that got nothing to do with them. Right. Um, at the end of the day, money, money, money can do it. Greed or just simply you don't want nobody to to, to outshine. Or there's just a lot of different reasons why uh, of that reason. You know, I got put in the middle of something that I had zero to do with. You know, and and I got put in the middle in the wrong way. Some some sometimes it feels like maybe. Did you ask me on purpose? Did you already know and feel this type of way? You know, I questioned a lot of things when I was going through that situation. And I just feel like, hey, you shouldn't have put me in between that. I'm never, I'm a loyal person off top. I'm a loyal person. But I ain't choosing, ain't no, ain't no size to choose when you know nothing about the situation. When you ain't, when you ain't rocking, when you, when you ain't in it. I'm just here to do music, bro. Now, you know, you got James and the watch. You know, you got your own day and shit. You might have a little ego, right? Everybody has a little bit of ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you not how do you combat to where it's not to be a big ego? You keep like, real people. If I, had my day, my, if I had a Dallas day, nigga, I'm around <laughs> this whole hole my nuts. It's, it's the people you keep around you. For sure. You gotta keep humbling people around you. You gotta keep people around and tell you you ain't shit every now and then. You ain't which brings me to my next question. I'm glad you said that. When is the last humbling experience that you had in your life? Humbling experience? Something that made you like, oh yeah, I, f- I forgot. I've had plenty of humbling experiences I have, like <laughs> BT Awards when I went there and I couldn't get in all the way fully. Uh, Rolling Loud when I went there and it was hard to get in certain shit, even with VIP. Well, I, I have plenty of humbling, it lets me know, hey, I still got more work to do. I still got way more work to do. I can already, I can feel like I'm on period, but there's still some shit up there to grab right. that I need to get to. I have humble experiences all the time, bro. I, um, I know in my heart, I still got more work to do. You can't, you can't always walk around like your shit golden, bro. No, I'm still bronze out here. I'm still trying to get it. I, I still got way more to do, but I have like tons of humble experiences. Bro. You're definitely not bronze. You're definitely not bronze. I'm talking about a mindset of how oh, I like, okay. I like to feel down, so I want to go hard. I don't like to feel up all the time. I want to feel down so I can go hard. All right, so, so let's do it like this, man. Um, we was able to film uh, Mo 3's birthday bash uh, at uh, House of Blues. Yeah. Um, that was my first time seeing you in person, uh, seeing what you're able to do uh, on a mic. Uh, you know, again, the way you was able to rock the crowd. Um, for and Let's just start with you meeting three and going, you know, through Boosie. Um, 
what was it about? Because again, y'all, there's some similarities there in the soulfulness in which y'all, you know, speak, you know, do what y'all yeah. do on the microphone. Uh, what were some things that you like saw about three that you admired, or maybe some things that you felt like he could work on, or what was your take of the man when you first met him? Uh, I like three the person in person. Like he's more he. Other than his music, he was he was more uplifting. He was more like goofy, had fun, talking shit. He he was a he he wasn't. I'm out. It's just really that that side of three, that side of three. Really, I was drawn to the clowning. How we all we was joking back and forth. That 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 side of him was amazing. Who, who scored um, on who first? Uh, it depends. Uh, it depends. Like what what we what we posted on that day. Like I had this jersey on, and it was big ass jersey. He said, "And there you go with this big ass jersey, standing by them apples." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like knowing you ain't healthy. That's where that shit came from. I was buying a picture in the store. I was on a diet, and I was trying to get me some apples. And nigga was like, "There you go, standing by them fucking apples, knowing you ain't healthy." And I scored back on his ass. Then one day we 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 was we was so lit. He went live on Facebook. I went live on Facebook. And we were just going at it. We were seeing who was going to get the most on that bitch. We was just clowning that fire ass, firing his ass up. I, he's, he's getting mad. I talk about his hairline all the fucking time. That nigga hairline was way back here. Like, give it up, fam. <laughs> and that nigga was short as fuck, even with Balenciaga's on. I don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> clown the shit out of his ass. That's, that's, what, that's what we did. And another thing I'm on my mo three is I can sing my ass off. Yeah. But I learned how to do better runs fucking with mo three. Like the way the, ooh, yeah. like that, how he be doing the runs and, and tones and shit. I learned a lot of that kicking it around him. Like he made me, he, he made me work more on my runs and, and um, tones of voices and shit like that to be better, be a better singer. He's a, he's a, he's, he was a he was a great singer. I used to want him to do R and B all the time. He used to call me a singing ass nigga, because he liked to rap more than he liked to sing. And when you you know like you said, and I uh, yeah. you know took off. Were you already doing like covers like that yourself? As far as you yeah. know, okay, okay, okay. Oh yeah, I've been doing covers since forever. Yeah, forever. Nah, that's you how you get the game. Listen, my old mixtapes. I've been I've been singing all. All I used to do was industry beats. I never did original beats until I started to my dog and stuff like that, bro. I, mm. All I did was, uh, I'm a big Texas fan, bro. I listen to anybody from Houston, all the like Mike Jones and Slim Thug and Paul Wall. I used to listen. Oh, yeah. All y'all, Come all y'all used to rap on was industry beats, so it, of course, formed into me, there Charlie Boy. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Um, see, I want to ask you, uh, you know, and just kind of take me through, you know, the day you found out about, you know. Three's passing. Um, who who'd you get a call from? Kind of what was your mind frame at you know at when you got that news? Um, Crazy part about it, I talked to Three a day before he passed away. Oh. Um, I did a song called "Don't Blame Me" and I sent it to him, and then he called me back and he was like, "You finally did some fast shit, bitch." Because I always send him slow music. He's like, "You finally did some fast shit." Well, the nigga wouldn't do no gangster music with me. Every time we did songs together, it was some R and B R and B shit. So. Uh, but yeah, I told him the day before. I was in Kansas, I was at home, and I, I, uh, it was on Instagram. Where you get your news from? Everybody get your news from Instagram. We don't watch TV for news no more. You watch your news on Instagram. First time something happened, first thing you do is go to Instagram. So I seen it on there. Then I'm getting phone calls, and I just, I was, I was out of there. 
I couldn't even, I didn't even want to take no phone calls. I didn't want, I didn't want to hear shit. That shit fucked me up. Did you ever give him any advice on, you know, all the stuff he was into on the beefs or anything? Did you tell him like, hey man? I was always, I always say like, when we on the road and stuff, I was, I more talk to Rain sometimes about it. Like we need to, we need to chill. Like I heard, like I heard, I just talked to uh, Gazi on the phone and he said that he had Mo3 a house. He was going to get him in San Francisco. Like a couple of days before he came here and, and that happened to him. Like he should have, I feel like he should have stayed there. Like you should have stayed in San Francisco. You, sometimes you gotta leave where you're from when you when you're dealing with what you're dealing with, so you can be a bigger, better artist. When you you can't be a gangster and a rapper at the same time. I feel you gotta pick one and choose one because you got families, you got kids, and you rapping, and you gotta protect yourself as a as a as a brand too. So I, yeah, man, you gotta chill out. You uh you did the song Long Live Three LL Three. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, how it's like about like a month or so. When how long did it take for you to do that song itself? Uh, it took me three days to record that song. Three days. Usually I record a song ten fifteen minutes, but that day took me that took me about three days. It was a lot into that song was I had guitar players. If you listen to it, it was live instruments. Yeah. Um, the writing process took me about a day and a half. Man, um, did you shed uh? I mean, real tears. Oh, hell yeah. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. Like, nah, yeah. for real. Hell yeah, man. Mo3 was not just an artist to me. He was a brother to me. He was, he was a real one. He's somebody that, um, you know, I have a son that dealt had cancer. And I, when I when my dog came out, like I said before, people probably know that, you know, when you know when an artist first blows up, they get like that first wave of love from fans. So what's what's the first thing our artists usually do when they blow up? They go buy jewelry, they go buy houses, they stump, they got racks, they shoot big videos. I got to do zero of that. You know, I got to do zero of that. My son got cancer. I was paying for chemo bills. I got to do zero of that. So my fan base didn't come as fast as maybe a money bag yo's who get the stunt videos being Porsches and Benzes every day. I was taking care of my son's medical bills, so I didn't get that. So yeah. a person like Mo3 who comes around and he gets he's on his wave of it to allow me, who already has his wave, I got singles, I got songs already, yeah. to allow me to get on your tours, to allow me to jump on your jump, do songs with me. That meant a lot to me. You know what I'm saying? Cause it gave me a like a second breath. Nah, for real. You know, cause when you when you like, them medical bills is high, bro, and then when you yeah. and the fans are really fast paced, they go they go the opposite direction really fast. Yeah, they check on you. Oh, okay, they yeah, say but they want to see you stunting. This yeah. this the age of stunting. This ain't the age of humble. Yeah, this is the age of how many racks you showing, how much ass you showing, how many cars you got, how much money is you throwing. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't do that because I had to put it here. This is my first chain. It's my first watch. Man. These are my first rings. I just got my first crib. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's been over eight years. Yeah. My son just got remission. That's the biggest flex that I could ever, the, ever, ever talk biggest, about. You know what I'm saying? The biggest flex. The biggest flex. Yeah. Um, and before I even touch you about, you know, their family, um, you know, at the very end of that, uh, three, uh, you know, you played a clip where he was just kind of jousting on you. Yeah. Uh, you know, just going in. Uh, I'm curious. Um, what do you think he would have said about 
the uh, the picture that was painted on the jacket you had. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, <laughs> hey, people was going in on the jacket, boy. Oh, they was going in. <laughs> I tried, man. We put it together, you know. I had, I had limited time. You had to find me. So, uh, come on now. Yeah, limited time. I know you got to shit. We got to go with I, it. I ain't going to hit you. I hit one of the essays up <laughs> in the hood, man. So, hey, man, will you paint this for that me? That nigga was fresh out of jail. <laughs> That thing was fresh out of jail, trying, hey, to, trying to get he to it. He would have loved the effort. He, nah, for real. Nah, he hey, the, effort, the, the, thought, yeah. the thought that counts, he man. He was like, bitch, that ain't me, bitch. What's that? <laughs> the thought that counts, man. <laughs> the thought that counts. But nah, that's... The I shoes do. was hard, though. No, no, facts. I'm glad you focused on them motherfuckers, bro. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you focused on them motherfuckers. For real. The shoes for real. Oh, yeah. um, Now, you just said something right there where I want you to take time to do, because that's one thing that a lot of these rappers do not do, man. Um, and shout out to every rapper that's out there. But the ones that um, that are trying to get it first before they take care of home and the family and the kids. Yeah. Um, from the beginning of this, it's always been about, you know, your family and what you, you know, you've been very purposeful on making that first. And I know you probably, like you just said, you see the rappers, the other guys going further because they put their money here. But you said, let me not do that. Let me put my money where it needs to go. Yeah. And for that... It you know if I didn't pay for my son's medical, he probably, he probably wouldn't be here. Man, come on now. You know what I'm saying? But nobody, nobody wants to see that. They want to see me in designer clothes. They want to see me in Miami on the boats. They they want to see that come up. Your fans want to see that really yeah. fast. Yeah. And if they don't see it really fast, then they they go up to the next person, or they think you fell off, or yeah. they they don't know what you really going through in your real life. And I, another thing that I regret, I didn't have good. I didn't have good management to tell me to sing about it more. Yeah, I about to say, did you not put that part of your story I in your journey? Like I, like document it more? Man, when you when you when your kid, my son has Down syndrome too. When your when your when your child is is dealing with something like cancer, your mind ain't on it. My mind wasn't on more music. My mind was, let me get these shows. Hey, how many shows? Let me get a show over here, show over here, show over here. I didn't have a good manager to say, hey bro, let's get let's do an album. Sing about what you're going through. You know what I'm saying? Or, I didn't have that. One day, I ain't gonna hold you. Shout out to Rainwater. He he, he said, uh, he said, bro, sing about that shit. It took a, took a nigga like him to sit down and say, sing about that shit right there. Yeah. Sing about that. Yeah. And I made that song. I started singing about that shit. Started, that's what people. That's what people want to hear. Yeah, and and not saying is is what what it is and what you're saying is your fans as they pay for a stream, they want to see you flex because they want to go on a journey with you. If I. If I pay for your song, I fuck with your music, and I spend a dollar. Yeah, I would love to see you wearing like, oh, you know, they're they're on the journey with you. Yeah, but if they're paying for it, they're not seeing the journey, and you're just not showing them. Of course, it's, it's a you personal thing. You said you thing. started off with an eight hundred dollar investment. Yeah, I heard you. Yeah, That's right. This is more than eight hundred dollar investment that you win today. So this is your come up. This is this is what you. This is what I, I like to see. I, mean, I didn't get to see the eight hundred dollar investment start off, but. Seeing this, I know this one eight hundred. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So people want to see your come up. Now, if you yeah. just stay in that eight hundred for ten years straight, I can see them. I can see them moving on. Yeah, you can I see, can them, see them saying, on. "Man, you I, upgrading and you doing more bigger things." Just let me know that you winning. So you want to see a nigga when you sit over there with Versace shades on. You you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You winning. You getting money. You doing something. The, the, the they just want to be a part of that. Yeah, they want to be a part, be a part of that. What is the most negative comment you've gotten from a fan? And what is the most positive comment you've gotten from a fan? The most negative comment I got from a fan? Mm. Damn. I don't really... 
don't know. A, a nigga tell you a, a nigga tell you can't sing? A nigga anybody? I heard I can't sing, but I yeah, we don't even hear that shit. We just hear that and it didn't, did, did, yeah. That's a yeah. Um, I won't say negative. I just get tired of the raw wave comparisons and I get tired of the, the Reds and Sean and Ray comparisons when I know yeah. we all we all different people. Yeah, because your style is not similar to any of those guys. But yeah. why do y'all, you know, but you're, you know, you're a larger guy. Those are larger men. Why do y'all think y'all just get so grouped up? Is because maybe we all fat and we sang. Yeah. No, they actually made a group picture of all y'all. <laughs> it went viral. Where they, they had Broadway. Yeah, they had T Rail. I think they they try to put three in there too. <laughs> they try to say who's three the wasn't fat though. He was chubby. They try to throw him in there though. They try to say who's the, uh, the soulful best nigga. And, uh, it's, it's good to even be a part of that the group of people. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, if I look at it in a brighter light, Rod Rave is is a, is a fire ass artist. To me, he's a dope ass artist. See, so to even be compared, that, that that's a that's see, a blessing to Rod Wave is like uh, if I listen to Rod Wave, I'd be like, break my life into pieces. This is my that's the kind of music he makes to me. Okay, just rap. Like you have a more like a love style, like you know, cool yeah. Mac shit. You know what I'm saying? It just I feel like with that type of shit, it just be like I, what I a think nigga my life is more female driven. I say I, I do a lot of shit for women. <laughs> Do you think R&B is dead? Hell no. I think it just, it's in the wrong direction. I feel like, no, 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 no. First off, R&B is not dead because women women are running it. Women are running it. You got Ella Mays, you got hers, you got Kehlani's, um, you, you got Summer Walker's. R&B ain't dead, just women are running it now. Damn. It seems like a DJ will play a slow female record in the club, but he won't play a slow male record in the club. Good. You know what I'm saying? That's facts. Um, think about it. You won't hear a slow R&B male record. They'll stand around, but as soon as you play a female R&B record in the club, the girls go up because women are running music right now. Shout out to all the beautiful women running music right now. Now they are running it. Um, who's the one that? Who's the most beautiful woman running music right now? Is it? Which one would you? Which one? If T-Rea had his choice, which out of all of them right now. Out of all of them. Damn, R and B or rappers? Both. You, you, you. Can I get like a top three? Give me, give us the top three. Top three. All right. T Rail's top three takedown. Okay, Lonnie in there. Okay, Lonnie for sure. I like K Lonnie. Lotto. Lotto for sure. Uh. Damn, she she gotta be a singer. You gotta be a singer. She be a basketball player. You got a basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to shoot a shot. Tia Cooper playing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, you know these. Uh, well, I ain't gonna go in on the basketball. No, place. but singer. <laughs> man, something about Tia Cooper, boy. I'm about to go get me some. I don't know what she playing now. I gotta follow. Yeah, up it's something about the swag and just just everything, she man. Goddamn. On Instagram. God damn I, I don't care. I'm gonna like everyone. Nigga, there you go. There you go. Oh. Now you got a chance to uh, link up with uh, Moray. Oh yeah. Uh, how was that meeting meeting him for the first time? Because he's coming into the game as well. Moray, uh, cool, bro. Me, me, Moray. Uh, me, Moray, and Derez got a project we worked on. Oh, that's what I want to hear. It's that's called, what I want to hear. It's called Big Three. 
Um, we ain't uh, dropping it yet, but we we it's already done. We're just getting all the business put together right now. Well, uh, like Ice Cube on y'all ass or something about it? No, 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 no. Okay, I'm talking okay. about the business between me and the Reds are independent. My race still signed to a major. So we just trying yeah. to get everything put put together so we could drop it. The okay. right way. Now that, that's that's gonna be pressure in itself. That's gonna be pressure. It, it was a process, bro. We did it in three days. Everybody was making each other go hard. No, nah, definitely, definitely. Now I have to touch on it because, um, again, you was able to do um, uh, a lot of covers, and uh, you had mentioned, um, and again, shout out Boss Talk. Uh, Tank, Tank was uh, a real one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, most times, a nigga get on your your track and. They want to figure out all the particulars. I know we we listen to um, uh, T Pain's podcast. He tells he tells a lot about the business of you know the business of music. Oh, it's it, not get, always get, easy getting. Yeah, a, it gets uh, dirty. It gets it gets hectic. It's not but, always easy, bro. Getting a getting a clearance on that, bro. Yeah. How was Tank? Uh, you know, clearing his uh, I deserve. Tank was one hundred percent supportive of me. Uh, it wasn't no hiccups in it. Um. One day, I, matter of fact, I sang LL3 on a podcast yeah. called Major Stage yeah. out of New York. And then I said, hey, can't none of these R&B niggas out sing me? Got better vote, got more vocals than me. Then Tank was like, yeah, bro, uh, I'm gonna retire till next year. I said, yeah, bro, you're gonna retire fucking with me. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So we got we got cool after that. He came to Atlanta. And um, me and him did another song originally called um, Toxic. It ain't out yet. We shot the video and everything. It was a Fantasia sample, and that's why we couldn't drop it because we couldn't get it cleared. I mean, we, we tried our hardest to get that cleared, uh, Toxic. And then um, one day we went to L.A., and I went to his house. I was at Tank House. I already had I Deserve done, and I played it for him. TikTok, boom. <clears throat> he Duh. was like, oh, we clearing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we cleared that shit. It was easy from there. Tank was a sporty. He helped me, read me, he helped me, he helped me do the um, the replay of the beat and everything. It was, it was real simple. Tank. That's a real nigga. <laughs> that nigga said he came on the piano on the keys and did it. Yeah, he came on. He came. He did, he redid the replay for it. He brought me out. Him and Jamie Fox. I performed with him and Jamie Fox in L.A. Um, Tank brought me out in arena, a few arenas. Had me out in Miami with him, Diddy, and Damon John. Tank's a real one, bro. I, I, that's my big brother. He called me for anything. That's another person I'm loyal to. Got his back. Shout out Tank, man. Um, and I'm just curious uh, for stepping uh, on Lovers and Friends sample. Never got it clear. That's why I was only on YouTube. Yeah, there you go. Just you still did your thing on that shit. Killed it. Killed it. Killed it. Uh, nigga, maybe one day. <laughs> yeah. Maybe one day. But really, yeah, you would think you, you didn't have to get clearance from uh, Usher. It's Donald Sterling's record. That's his record. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, yeah, you, you got you goddamn right. Dun, dun, dun. You never, you know, all these songs has been sampled on. Yeah, they sample too. Everybody samples. Is there is there a sample that you're looking at getting? Uh, I mean, uh, a, a song that you're gearing up. I really want Charlie Wilson's uh, first name, last name. Yeah, yeah, that, hey, that, that, that could be, hey, that could be it. What, yeah. what's, stop, what, what's stopping you? I mean, nigga. R. Kelly. Shit, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what not? Wait a minute, man. Bro, he, wrote and, he wrote and produced that song. Bro, put some on the nigga books, bro, and send that nigga text. <laughs> I'm gonna send an anonymous, uh, anonymous through uh, Real Life Street Stars. Nah, for real. So <laughs> I, I got to get your take on this because you were singing ass nigga, and I just got to get your take on this scenario right here. Um, uh, Tyrese uh, saves DJ Envy's marriage by singing "Stay" to him and his wife, fix the marriage. They they happy and love. 
And uh, I don't know if Tyrese maybe saw a twinkle in her eye that looked at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, he opened up communication with the wife now. And, uh, you know, he's hard in messages. He's, you know, he's doing his thing. And DJ Envy felt the way about that. And they cut the, they cut the communication off. Um, as an R&B nigga, and you singing and do you know when you got a female? Like, do you know when you got her? Hell yeah, you ever watch Five Heartbeats? Oh yeah. You remember when it's, old buddy was out there, baby, stop running around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The girl, it was faking up. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And he came, he came in there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That girl was in there like, yeah, yeah. You, you know, it. you know, you just know, you just know when you got them. When you singing, it's a feeling though, because you, you, she got you as well. Cause I can sing to a million girls, but I gotta have a feeling from you too. You know, I, it, I can say it to you, but if I'm feeling, I'm really gonna be into you. It's the lock and eye. Yeah, man. It's the art to this. Yeah. That, does singing yeah. to a female make her more toxic? It can. What is what is the most toxic thing you've had to deal with from a female after you done you done sang out sung out her uh toxic yeah. like like showing to the hotel type shit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had I had them I had them shown to the hotel. One show to the hotel. I don't know how she found my door and everything. So what what do you do? You just look through the people like No, I'm I I opened it. Yeah, I, I thought You had that little thing on the door. You had that little thing on the door like Hey Shorty, what you doing here? It, 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 it was her old man. Yeah. Too late now. Yeah, here she is. I bought it. You too. So, uh, Lavzy, before we get out of here, um, I'm just curious. Uh, you know, no auto tune. You're naturally gifted in singing. Oh yeah. Um, do you normally freestyle your singing? Yeah, I don't really. I don't write. So I'm curious, man. Um, you know, normally, you know, I know we we know there's a. Uh, it's not a freestyle. It's called a freestyle. But just as a blessing, man, is there a way you could possibly showcase your vocal skills by putting real life three stars in something? Just to show the people what it is. You want me to sing real life street stars? Just something, just throw our name in something. Just <laughs> so, when gotta, so when y'all use this for a tag. Ooh. We're not gonna, we're gonna uh take the, we're gonna take, we're gonna be like tank. And we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna show a lot of love. <laughs> show you a whole lot of love. <laughs> yeah, show you a whole lot of love. <laughs> oh real life. Street stars, yeah, real life, street stars. You like that? This boy right here. That boy good. That boy good. That boy good. Sesha <laughs> chocolate. Sesha <laughs> chocolate. Hey, Lord, I think you said, put the money in place. You put the money in Man, for, um, uh, you're here in Dallas, man. Can you tell people as far as, uh, you know, this is going to be already out, but there's a show tonight that you're going to be at. Can you tell people? As far as um, what you have coming up here in Dallas, also what you have coming up, whether projects, whether tour venues, um, just what people can expect from you to see you in person or just even on. I just want to tell people I love Dallas, period. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? On, I love man. the city of Dallas. Uh, keep bringing me out here. Keep uh, having me out here. I, Dallas I, love you. I love Dallas, bro. I got a, a lot of love for this city. Always had, even before I was T Rail. You know, I'm just coming out here. I love the Cowboys. You know okay, okay, I, I, okay, this okay. Is, this is this Let's is go. this is this is my spot. I, I love Dallas, Texas. Y'all got beautiful women, good food. Man, come um, on. Now. You know, it's, it's a great spot for me. Uh, my show tonight 
is that is that uh Empire Takeover. But next time I come, y'all need to have me in some goddamn stadium somewhere. Yeah, man. Let's yeah. fill this shit up. Cause Li I got a lot of love and support for Dallas, and I wanted to know that. You know? Literally, uh Drake is uh here right now uh at the American Airlines. He's opening with 21, but I would love to have seen Drake and T-Rail really fuck with some shit. Hell yeah, Drake's shake my the favorite fucking artist, game up. Yeah, fuck Drake, the game. Drake's my up. favorite artist. Yeah, that, that right there could be a, a real situation. One day I'm gonna give me a song with Drake. Oh, oh he's yeah. gonna get him a song with T. Speaking into existence. Amen. There you go. He's gonna get a song with you, my nigga. Let's you know fucking talk about it. Man, for those that do want to follow you, get at you, follow the Instagram, see this music. Uh tell them how to get at you everywhere. Everywhere, YouTube, everywhere. Man, you follow me at T-Rail785. And right now you need to go check out my new song, Who to Trust, out right now on all platforms. Man, let's give it up, man. Uh, we got a real legend on the couch right now, and uh, we just want to thank you for stopping by. You know you're a busy man. Know you're moving all around and shit. Uh, we finally got you. You been ducking and dodging. <laughs> but nah, brother, it was a real pleasure, and we just can't wait for you to come back, man. We doing bigger and better things. We going up. Hey, it's the best part. T Rail. Uh, what's the next single, too, brother? What's my next single? Yeah. Uh, I got a new single coming out with E40. Oh, you got a new, what? Um, yeah, me, 41. Me, E40 got a record coming out called uh, called Cali Breeze. Oh wow! I got a lot of records coming. I got one with Sada Baby coming. I got oh, one with uh, I got one with Sada Baby coming. E40 coming. Tech Nine coming. Money. Oh, wait, wait, uh, wait, this nigga working. Kevin, is, me and Kevin Gates got one. What's, um, what's this project? Boosie. This is singles. Cool. This is just singles I got. I just been oh, working. Wow. I've been doing a lot of music. I ain't been putting out yet. I got one with Tank coming, of course. Yeah. Um hey. I just been cooking, bro. And 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 soon to be one with the real life street yeah. stars. Cause yeah. say, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Cause the best part, hey. Oh, me and Mo3. I got me and Mo3 about gonna drop. Well damn, nigga. Yeah, I got I got a lot of records. We, got you to us yet. we need some of this. <laughs> and lastly, uh Empire. Um yeah. uh three. Boosie, Rainwater, Gazi. Um, like, is it the same? Like, do you treat it like Blue and Boosie? You just say, hey. I'm out of that. Right, I'm, I'm T-Rail. Sure. Just making sure. I'm just T-Rail. Sure. Hey, brother, man. It's like legendary shit. T-Rail, you are a real life street star. Let's go. Yeah,